It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yeah We back Another <laughs> week we Made it through Hot as down. fuck Yes Damn, sir man. Yes sir Yeah man I think I think we was getting to Miami levels or hell levels. Our shit was <laughs> nasty this week. Ah, nasty. Man. I put this fucking swelter up against anybody in the swelter league. We was <laughs> dying up here, man. I, anyway, man, what's good, bro? Hey, man, I just left Miami and it it was it was hot, but it, it I wouldn't classify it as I wouldn't put it up against any hot. Dude. This this heat that I just went through these last four or five days where they was in the deep nineties every day, this mm-hmm. shit was torturous. I was Damn. ducking the sun like I owed that shit money. I was not fucking around. I was hugged up on the AC. This shit was disgusting. Uh, disgusting. Damn. Yeah, yeah. It was bananas, bananas. But I survived. You know what I'm saying? I survived. I made it through. And I got. You know what? Do you wear sunscreen? Do I wear who? Sunscreen. Nah. I don't, you know what? I've been, I don't as a, you know, not as a habit, but I'm just not in the tradition of doing it. But I hear that even us, even us blacks, even the melanated folk need to be fucking with the sunscreen. That's how hot it was out here. Like I felt like a nigga was on fire and I need to get my protection. I felt like I was out there with no gun, meaning I needed an SPF. Cause this fucking, I swear to you, this sun shit was so disrespectful, man. Anybody that's in the New York City area, please jump in them comments and and, and testify. Cause shit was nasty. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against sunscreen and nothing like that. I just have never been in the practice of doing it, and I'm not in the practice of just being in direct sunlight. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. So for me, if it's especially if it's hot and I gotta go outside, I'm definitely walking the shade side of the street for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm not laying sure. out. I'm not sunbathing. I'm not doing none of that. Now, I have been sunburned before as a kid on a fishing trip, but that was like direct sunlight, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, out on a boat. So right, that's that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get a son that much of a target. I be moving and dipping and dodging, sticking and rolling. <laughs> you know that. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds intense. In the middle, on a boat, in the midst. Yeah, you just, yeah. you just fooled at that point. You just fooled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just, you just out there, son, just whooping up on you. Just, you just eating it. Mm-hmm. So, oh shit, I don't yeah, play with bro. the son like that. <laughs> I respect the game. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, I definitely have a great respect for the sun. <laughs> if there was any <laughs> doubt, if there was any doubt, if the sun had any questions, had any, you know what I mean? It, yeah, nah, you got it. You got it, son. You got it. Chill, son, chill. That's Word. it. That's where I'm at with it. <laughs> oh, man. It's a hell of a time, bro. I feel like, uh, fuck Mercury. I feel like Macintosh is in retrograde currently. What's uh, your computer? 
Hell yeah, dude. I'm, I'm really, like, I'm so tight right now. I really want to punch my laptop in the face, like, soup, <laughs> like, ridiculous, repeatedly. Like, it's killing me. I just feel like this, I feel like Apple is really fucking with me. I think there's some type of, <laughs> some type of program that they didn't put on all my little devices. And they like, yo... We will mentally destroy this motherfucker. We, we're going to do it incrementally. Just when he think it's safe. Just when he think he can rely on us. Just when he think he, you know, he, he paid the premium to be with us. That's mm. when we're going to undermine his trust. Mm. I, um, I was trying to do this self-tape audition today. And uh, <laughs> so I'm using the motherfucking the quick time. And mm. typically I don't even use my laptop... Uh, camera you know what i'm saying i yeah i'm one of them cats i keep a little tape on the camera i don't know maybe i'm just conspiracy whatever i'm one of them i took the <laughs> tape off i took mm-hmm. the tape off so that was really that was really where i was getting in a trusted situation and uh i did and i didn't have much time i had to turn it around pretty fast but fortunately these were like monologues for the most part so i ain't need no reader so i um i i did i had some good takes I felt good about them takes. And that, for mm-hmm. me, I'm always feeling like, ah, I could have done it again. But for whatever reason, I said maybe it was just the turnaround time or whatever. You know, I was like, whoo, we got some good shit. Mm-hmm. I go to the quick time to replay the shit. And every last one of them got like this, like, it'll start for a second and then it'll freeze in a nasty, you know, when your face freeze in the midst of a conversation, it's looking disgusted. It's real, you know, stroke victim. And it'll freeze mm-hmm. like that for like, like almost a minute, but you'll hear me talking, but it's just, uh. And I'm like, damn, so now I can't use any of the shit. I go through the little troubleshooting. They tell me to do a few different things. None of this shit work. So then... You know, just how it always is. You got to learn how to work it with the bullshit. So now I got to do the takes over. And they, I don't know if they're going to be the same. But then I got to compensate for the lag, the little freeze lag. And I do a whole little, you know, dot, 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 testing one, two. Here come the lag. This is where the lag is happening. Dot, 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 dot. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bop, 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 bop. And then I finally do my take. And fortunately, mm-hmm. like, I... I figured it out to where I, it's like jumping rope basically i got some shit off and it didn't defeat me but i mean that shit solely frustrated me that between the heat got me feeling some type of way man so uh yeah man it's still fuck tim cook on this side you know what i'm saying <laughs> r.i.p steve jobs and uh but that's that's where i'm at right now you know what i'm saying and uh you know Still a little hot because, you know, when I record this, I have to turn the AC off because if I don't turn the AC off, it's a little in the background. That should be fucking the audio up. So, you know, needless to say, man, it, you know, <laughs> this is it is what it is. A, this is a this is a uh, what is this shit called? They, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm making it deeper than it is, but this is a, a, a thing of love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we here for the people. I hope y'all enjoy this shit. And uh that's what it is. How you doing though, man? Talk to me. Ah man, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm I'm a little hot, but you know, I'm not again, I'm not in the deathly scenario. Sahara mm. Desert scenario or nothing like that. But um I'm good, man. I just um you know, I was in Miami for Rolling Loud. So yeah. that was 
That was interesting. I haven't been to a, like one of these modern day festivals ever. And so, um, and I can't really say I've been to this one for sure because, you know, the way they had the shit set up for press, you know, they had us kind of like in a, in a situation where you couldn't really move without different escorts and you couldn't go to certain zones, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so, you know, I didn't really get the full experience of it, um, but I did get enough experience to know that, you know, it was was really young, you know what I'm saying? And um, Mm -hmm. it was like, like being at somewhere with with my kids, you know what I'm saying? That's the age group that Rolling Loud is. It's kind of very young. Um, Mm -hmm. What you think the demo is? Age from what to what? What you thinking? Probably 18 to 30, you know what I'm saying, okay. 32. You know, 18 to 34, you know, that demo, but mm. it trends very young. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I ain't really been in no place where I'm kicking it and it's like, you know, some 19-year-olds and you know, in masses, you know what I'm saying? Right. And not even, right. and, it, and, it's, and it's a lot different because it's not just black 19-year-olds, it's like young white 19-year-olds and black 19-year-olds. So it's kind of like a different experience, you know what I'm saying? And that festival environment is not what a nigga like me is used to either, where, you know, I ain't used to going nowhere where you're, your shoes gone. Your white shoes gonna be black by the time you leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like you've been out on the farm. You know what I'm saying? That day two festival shoe is a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that day two festival shoe. Yeah. You know <laughs> now, <That shit. laughs> did you go in there with a uh, a pair of shoes that you could sacrifice to it, or was it a, a hard lesson learned? Nah, nah, you know what I'm saying? I I I wear my shoes, so I don't have no no pristine, crispy, like you no know, precious shoes, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not that guy throw my shoes away after the, you know, the first scuff. So Yeah, but a festival shoe is different. That's that's a different type I, of eight up. Yeah. I did sacrifice. I sacrificed my um my 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 Nike Tailwinds, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Tailwind seventy twos. Okay. I sacrificed them, but you know. Uh-huh. They they it was they had lived they had lived to get they had lived a good run you know what I'm saying got it got it got it so, uh-huh. so you know I left them on down there you know they were beyond mm-hmm. so so you know that was that was interesting being and another thing that was interesting about rolling loud is they actually out there rolling loud you know what I'm saying selling it giving it away I'm like what the hell going on like it's wide open. You know, mm-hmm. and it's and it's not even. I don't think it's all the way legal in Florida. So right. that was um an interesting um POV. Like, oh, so okay. like set up like little like little booths selling. Yeah, like not shit? even not little big booths. I'm not little booths, big booths like sponsors. Yeah, like I'm talking about like you know I don't know that little pit of weed was you know what I'm saying look like it was you know sixty seventy pounds of weed inside of, of a tank. <laughs> wow, uh. you know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. they was selling the pre rolls. I mean, even leading up to it, you know how people be selling like the um, nutcrackers and shit like that, right? They was selling pre rolls, and I'm like, who the fuck gonna buy a pre roll from you niggas? Right? But, you know what I'm saying? They was they was out there hustling, you know. Uh-huh. So yeah. so you know, um, that was a different that was a different environment. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was cool though. 
You know what I mean? I, I like I like what was going on. I like the energy of it. You know, I like that the the youth really got a big platform to really kick it to and in hip hop get money with. Um, you know, um they hired a lot of black people who was on the payroll out there. All the artists was mostly ninety nine percent black. Um mm-hmm. you know, so you know, I, I ain't mad at the economic impact. I ain't mad at none of it. They 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 look like they was having a good time. Um, you know, another thing that um, you know, so when you round like the guys who like rap, right? So like, mm-hmm. they, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like like the rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. like the uh-huh. the talent, the talent, yeah. not necessarily the. Uh, the, the, the guest, not the guest, but the talent, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, the niggas they come with they they entourages and they you know they crews and shit. And you in Miami, so it's a lot of Florida underground acts, and right. um, and so the the interesting thing about it was that I realized I hadn't been around that young Miami upstart energy in a very long time. You know what I'm saying, like. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you on the scene and you 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 so close you could taste it, but you young, you trying to get your position, and you right. got that look in your eyes, and you you know what I'm saying, and niggas is smoking boom and lace joints and shit, and got that look, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I hadn't been around that in a long time, and it just reminded me, you know, of the energy that you know mm-hmm. I. I I didn't. I wasn't never smoking boom, and but I felt that energy of wanting to be to a place and and putting it all out there to get there, right? And mm-hmm. um, and and I always say it ain't really like nowhere. It's like like maybe L.A. and Miami, where niggas fully commit to the lifestyle, not in just action. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas commit to it in action all over the place, but. Mm-hmm. Like niggas do stuff physically to their own body that that permanently says I'm in the game. You know what I'm saying? And like Miami, they get the gold teeth, and you know now it's the tats and the. But you you see you see niggas just like oh that nigga ain't gonna do nothing else but the streets or mm-hmm. rap, <laughs> both. Yeah. See this that's it. And I always felt like you know if you took that type of commitment to any profession. You was gonna make it, you know what I'm saying? Because, because yeah, yeah. that commitment, you know, theirs, you know, could always get cut short at any time. You know, with the police that go to jail or, or or the ops and get killed, you know. But if you put that, then ain't nobody really gonna kill you in corporate. You know what I'm saying? Or ain't gonna kill you in in some of these these regular businesses. So if you committed yourself fully, the way a nigga physically commit to the game. You know, you 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 um, you gonna see some type of success. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. who who gonna stop you? You know what I'm saying? It's like you come, you know. So being around that energy reminded me of that. You know, because I ain't been around it in a long time. You know, most time I come to Miami, it's South Beach. It's you know, if you even around that type of thing, it's more industry like, like to be around it in the wild. It's like yeah, yeah, I remember that shit. I remember that whole energy. I remember that whole vibe. So that was dope. That was dope. You know, just mm-hmm. being around it like that. So any, that was cool. Any rolling loud discoveries? 
Nah, because I didn't. We, I didn't really see the performances. You know what I mean? What about was, on the? We was in the back working. How about on the interview tip? Anybody that kind of uh, came across with a whole lot of personality, you know? Because I was saying before, I know for me, a lot of these new artists, mm-hmm. I really get a feel for them through their interviews before I even mm-hmm. know their music. So did you when you were doing? I don't know if y'all were doing interviews or whatever, but when you were bringing people in. Doing some coverage mm-hmm. Was it anybody that You hadn't heard about That kind of Struck you in a way Where they were like Oh this Okay this cat got a personality Or this You know what I'm saying They got a little movement Going on Or the way the people Are responding mm-hmm. to this person Did you see anything like that? Um. Well I didn't really get to see The response I mean I saw people Responding to Saucy Santana But you know He already got his movement Right um, Okay Um. I like the energy On interview tip From uh, Duke Deuce from QC, okay. He was he he's labeling himself as the king of crunk, which mm. you know obviously obviously is what Lil John labeled himself. Right, but, I was about to say he was there. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, see. but you know I asked him about it. I was like, but he was like, you know, being from Memphis, you know, what I'm saying where crunk was invented, Ooh. and then you can't even be mad at him. You know what I'm saying? Nigga did the knowledge. Cause, cause one, I ain't really heard nobody ever say it out loud. Right. I always said it. I was like, Lil John doing what Three Six them was doing. You know right. what I'm saying? Tear the, tear the club up and all that type shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was like Three Six was doing that. So for him to recognize that lineage and that history and and really put it in perspective and and reclaim the name. You know, I thought that was pretty interesting. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, damn, I can't think of this other cat name. He uh, he from Florida. Uh, uh, hold on. Oh, shit, his name L O E L O E something. L O E. God damn, I can't think of his name. Mm. But he from he from um, the same. She from the same city as uh, he from uh, as uh, Kodak Black, so he part of that little crew, okay. and um, I haven't heard, I didn't hear none of his music, but when I speak of that energy, what I was talking about, he was mm-hmm. the example. He was the first. He was the you know what I'm saying when we talked to him, I'm like yeah, he he got that. I'm trying to get that energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he committed his life so, to this shit. Yeah, he committed to whatever he own. He owned it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So all damn, of that commitment, you can't remember his name. Shit! Now, because because it, it wasn't. <laughs> nah, man, because it it wasn't really. Um, I wasn't oh, really you. in. The, oh yeah, L-O-E Shimmy. That's his name. L-O-E Shimmy. L-O-E L-O-E Shimmy. And, and that's the only reason I remember is is the LOE part because I thought when they when they said yeah we gonna we gonna do LOE shimmy, I thought they were saying LOEs. I'm like who the hell is LOE? <laughs> old ass name, <laughs> old school ass like name, a, a, a old a old lady name at that. Right, right. <laughs> LOE Simmons, what is it? What's the last shimmy? Part? Shimmy like oh shimmy, shimmy, shimmy like a shimmy, little dance, shimmy, like a little shimmy, yeah, shimmy, Okay, yeah, but L-O-E but I don't think shimmy. he dancing. He okay. like. He like on some Florida street shit. Got you. The burnt, yeah, the, the, the motherfucking chopper make you shimmy. I got you. And it looked, okay. and it looked like he had gold braces, which mm. I had never seen before. 
I've seen. I don't think I've seen it in 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 person, but I've seen it on the gram. It's it's innovative. It's different. It's a, it yeah. splits the difference. It splits the difference. It gets. It accomplishes two goals. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's an exit that's plan. Right. That's a good exit right. plan. That's committed, but not all the way. And it's like if this shit don't work out, trust me, I will be fine. I'm gonna be all right. Don't even worry. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. you know, but but he got the he got the tats on his face. So, oh, you know. okay, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, they, again, like you said, split the difference. Oh shit! <laughs> That's what's up, man. Now, uh, so you was out there in the midst of the shit, and I gotta ask you, especially since you was on the ground. I just seen it from afar. It played like as they said on Twitter, some WWE shit. Why was this man Kanye so petty, man? First off, how did, did you did you have any any moment with Kid Cudi? But this Kid Cudi Kanye during Dirk set, it seems like one of the most diabolically petty moves in hip hop, <laughs> at least in the calendar year twenty twenty two. How was right. it received on the ground? Well, again, I wasn't over there. You know okay. what I'm saying? Again, we were stuck in like a little pit. They, they mm-hmm. did the they did the press in uh, they, you know what I'm saying they did the press some type of way, you know. Yeah. Um But we was in the pit, and you know, um, Re- Revolt had, had cameras in the crowd, you know, with you know Ciroc and De Leon in different areas. Mm-hmm. But the part what we were doing, you know, what I'm saying, only allowed us to be in this backstage, you know, press area. Right. You know what I'm saying? Behind behind the behind the Ciroc stage. So, okay. you know, I didn't get to move around like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I heard I heard about it like everybody else. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On the internet. Um but di- I did think that shit was uh, diabolically petty. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Man, yeah. Crazy. Then come out and do the song that the nigga right. on, like <laughs> right, right. You could. This could have been you, but you chose otherwise. That shit. My, oh my god, that shit was crazy. It made me bug out though, just off of a contractual level though. How you back mm-hmm. out the show, but then pop up still? Like I, that's that seems like that's. I mean, I know Ye got that type of money to where if they sue him, he'll probably eat the fine. But uh, it just mm-hmm. seems like. That was, that was wild. <laughs> that was wild. Oh man, yeah man. Yeah, yeah, you know, and they did Cuddy wrong on that. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. I guess, I guess, if I was nineteen and I spent all my little hard earned money to see Yay, and I get Cuddy, why, why, why Yay, why Yay at the other stage, which is you know what I'm saying, three hundred yards away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you already in position in the front row. You ain't going to get up out of there to get over there. <laughs> Buddhist yeah, yeah, man. You might, yeah, man. You might be upset too. Shit, I don't know. Yeah, man. That's crazy. I When you said that shit last week that Cuddy was replacing Kanye, I, I felt it in that moment. I was like, I don't think this is going to work out, especially to his benefit. <laughs> it's two, You know, it's two different types of uh, impacts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cuddy is Cuddy. I mean, he means something to a lot of people, but his... His impact is a lot more niche, you know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, it ain't, you know. I don't know. Again, I'm not a huge Cuddy fan, but like, Rolling Loud is a is a is a large audience, especially if you headline and you need to have 
some cultural joints. And I don't know how many mm-hmm. Cuddy really got, especially if the expectation was yay. You know what I mean? And uh, yay mm-hmm. got, I mean, like Cuddy got diehards, but yay got diehards. And they <laughs> showed their ass. I seen a little video mm-hmm. of the cat that actually threw the, the last straw, basically. There was a mm. video, uh, you know, there's the video of him having the shit thrown out there. He had to give them this stern talking to. And then there's one mm. video where he says what he says, and they got the camera on the motherfucker. And as soon as he finished saying what he said, you just see this kid like, <laughs> and then the cut, he was like, all right, fuck this shit. And uh, <laughs> nobody needs that. Nobody deserves that. That's some bullshit. You know, if you ain't fuck with it, mm-hmm. go somewhere. Walk around. You know what I mean? Go get you some loud. Relax. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't had to do that, man, like that. That's... Oh man, that that's a that's that's some bullshit. That's some super bullshit. But uh, you know, and then uh, and then Kanye come out. <laughs> Kanye come out like fucking Hollywood Hulk Hogan and <laughs> doing some real heel yeah, yeah. shit. Oh shit, man, that is crazy. Speaking of Kanye, I don't know if you saw this shit. Uh, you know his um. Balenciaga collabo with um with the Gap came out over the mm-hmm. over this past week, and you know Kanye is all about presentation, the spectacle, and shit. But this presentation that they doing here, it's almost like I and I've been saying this even prior to the Yeezy Balenciaga Gap collabo. I've been saying Balenciaga for what it is, you know what I mean? Like it's it's quote unquote luxury. It's you know, we spending money, you know what I mean? Whatever, whatever. But I do feel like Balenciaga has been trolling people on some old okay, so you trying to spend this money. All right, well we're gonna see how far you go. Cause I've seen Balenciaga put out some sneakers that look like some shit that you would have gave to Goodwill three years ago. Like some nasty, you know what I mean? You got cut the yard. Ran through three days of the festival, you know what I'm saying? Walked over hot coals, disgusted and discarded, damn near about to fucking disintegrate on your feet, sneakers. But along the soles, like in a just in a almost shit smeared font, it'll say Balenciaga. These shits cost about $1,800, right? So I'm like, mm-hmm. they already trolling you because if you buying that shit, you, I mean, you are all the way drunk off the Kool-Aid. But then Kanye did his collabo with Gap. And then, you know, the Gap of 42nd Street, Times Square, they turned that shit into some old, like, fucking dystopian after, you know what I mean? Like, depot, real... Like uh, under a bridge type of, you know what I'm saying? Just sort through whatever we got left presentation. Like these shits is the, these hoodies, these $250 hoodies was put in these big ass barrels. The lights were real low. Everything is like dark, dark gray, dark, you know, black, dark gray shit. And you just digging through. Nothing's on a hanger. Everything's like in piles. It's like some. It's like some goodwill shit. Like that was the presentation. Mm-hmm. Then they did something where like they have it in in Hollywood, like in these bins that look like trash bins on these hot ass L.A. rooftops. And mm-hmm. 
It looks like some free shit, but no, there's somebody there that's scan like that's gonna swipe your card after you go through all of this shit, sort through this fucking rubbish ass presentation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a motherfucker that's gonna swipe your card through a square, hit you for two hundred and forty dollars. It is the wildest fucking thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> and the shit like people, it was lines around the corner. That's one of the moments where you just like, I I don't even participate in this type of shit. Like I'm <laughs> I'm not I'm so disconnected to this type of thing. Like this is it's something. It is something else, man. But uh yeah, man. Go ahead, yay. Get him. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm through with all of it. I tried to I tried to uh support the uh the yay gap mm-hmm. scenario, easy gap scenario on the first drop, right? Right. With the funny jacket. You know. Yeah, with the funny jacket, okay. you know. At the time, you know, I had some disposables. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, it's a drop day. Right, let's let's see what's going on. I put okay, I got in the line, it went I was, you know, pretty early. Online line, you mean the online line? Yeah, the online line. No, not a real line. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know where you was at with it. I didn't know your level of commitment. Nah, but, nah, but, um, so, you know, I put in the order, put my shit down, and then, you know, a month and a half into the shit, no, maybe, maybe like around the time it was supposed to, because it was supposed to launch, it was supposed to ship in the fall. Uh So this, it dropped like in May or some shit like that. So, you know, come around about August, September, I'm like, okay, I ordered me one of them joints. I see people starting to get that shit. Let me look up my order and shit. I go in there, that shit done got canceled. <laughs> they canceled my whole uh, order. I'm like, oh, fuck all this. I don't even participate no more. <laughs> they didn't even, you just had to find out you was canceled. You didn't even yeah, let you know. I, no heads I looked up. up uh. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I missed it. Maybe it went to trash or junk. I don't know. But I looked up my order number and all that shit, and they was like, "Oh yeah, this is order been canceled." Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's- I had to go check my account to see if they had drafted on me, but nah, I ain't yeah. find nothing. Yeah, man. I think that had a lot to do with why I kind of opted out a lot of this shit, man. You just you fighting. You gotta fight and jump through hoops just to give these people your money. It used to just be enough to mm-hmm. get the money. And and go purchase now. It's like that. That's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. We want to really see how down for this shit you are. You know what I'm saying? Like how much? How much can you take? And I'm good. I'll keep this mm-hmm. paper. Speaking of that Kanye shit, lastly, um, it's weird too because I'm curious. I don't know how it's doing on the resale market, but I tried to come from the other side, right? I was like, I bet. That shit gonna be limited, but it's making some noise. When news of the whole Kanye, Yeezy, uh, Gap, Balenciaga, you know, triumvirate hit the, you know, mm-hmm. hit the world, I was like, bet, let me go cop some Gap stock, you know? And Gap stock, I don't mm-hmm. know if you know, but Gap stock is not, it ain't expensive at all. And that shit wasn't, it was like mm-hmm. $14 at that time. So I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. okay, let me get in here. But I was like, let me <laughs> let me see if this news even does anything, you know, because immediately when I was like, mm-hmm. shit, 14 hours, I might as well get in today. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit, right. this is going to be bound to skyrocket. This type of news, this is a this is a hell of a, a fucking collabo. Next mm-hmm. day, that shit dropped down to like nine dollars. 
And like eight thousand, yo, what the fuck is going on here? So I never jumped in, and that shit never really yielded anything. So fortunately, I'm good. But uh, I don't, I don't understand it. I understand how it seems to be all of this thirst for, but it doesn't reflect in the in the stock prices. You know what I mean? But uh, well, I think that was supposed to be the you know one of the benchmarks was that you know he was going. Raised the the stock value, right? So, but I mean, he also hit a couple of stumbling blocks along the way too. You know, right? With the um, you know, allegedly harassing his his ex wife. You know, what I'm saying talking that shit about Pete. You know, he had a couple of outbreaks. You know, what I'm saying it was a whole lot of he had a whole lot of things that that kind of knocked on his. On his character as the release was running up, yeah. and it don't feel like they even did a full release yet, you know, uh-huh. yeah. just leaking out shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He come with a lot. Yeah, gap, <laughs> gap, gap. Stock is at motherfucking eight dollars and seventy one cents today. Yeah, look at that shit, and it's been it's been low for a while. It been low for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was. I think it was nine dollars. 21 cent yesterday Okay Shit So <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean they, they, That's the And that's the worst That's almost That's That's just as bad Probably even worse than You know Waiting all this time And then you find out Oh your shit had been cancelled You go into it Buying all this stock Thinking you about to come up And that shit Take another It take a nosedive You like Oh hell nah Don't tell me Don't tell me I done caught the gaffle Anyway uh, but but that was the dig that was the dig that Drake seemingly alluded to you know what I'm saying mm. when he said this is not a closable gap ooh you know what I'm oh, saying slick yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know he's like wow <laughs> you know <laughs> that boy old boy he got some slick shit to say he got some slick shit to say. That's that's a, that's a hell of a dart. That's good darts too. When you like months later, you just they like, oh, you ain't know about this. That's Hove level shit. When Hove said, I don't know if you remember when he said this. He really meant that. You like what? That was in '98. <laughs> oh man, that shit. Right. Anyway, um, so you know it'd be like that out here in these streets. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Another, I guess, a, a, a another highlight of the Rolling Loud scenario was that um, you got to interview uh, Flo Rida and his new artist um, Oya Oya Baby at his crib. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool. Mm. How's the that was cool? How the Flo Rida Estates look? I mean, it was it's it a big ass crib now. It's like a big ass crib in the middle of a you know, a, not in a a more modest neighborhood, but it's like the standout crib. You know, mm-hmm. in Miami, people do shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it goes back to like you know what I'm saying Big Ike back in the day, mm-hmm. hustler buy you know buy a house, plot of land in the in a regular neighborhood and just build a palace. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Bo Diddley did the same thing. You know what I mean? Took a Took a regular neighborhood, but you know these was like big lots. You know what I'm saying? This was a neighborhood with extra, extra large lots, and then he just built a goddamn palatial estate, mm. and they took it, took his ass to jail as soon as he finished the motherfucker. But you know, be like that sometimes. Now, it, but now nah, his his crib, 
I was about to say huh, On the scale between Redman and Rick Ross Where does the Flowrider estate sit? Oh no, it's more Rick Ross than, than Red okay. Man. Oh no, no, oh no. <laughs> I mean, it ain't, it ain't, you know, it ain't the, you know, it ain't hundred acres of the Promised Land, okay. but you know, it's okay. nah, it's nah, it's it's nah, it's great, it's good shit. Nah. Don't, yeah, don't ain't nothing to sneeze at. I got you, I got you. I just want to know. Nah, nah, it ain't no little bitty motherfucker. It ain't no, nah, it ain't no regular ass crib now. Mm. <laughs> but nah, but um, nah, but but Flo, he fucks with my cousin DJ Chip, man. And Chip had this got this song called Beam Eye. That's like a Miami staple. You know what I'm saying? It's like so um he he called, you know what I'm saying, and wanted Chip to do the record with him and he rap on it and then Chip do his Beam Eye. We did the record. Um the label ended up not keeping Chip on the record, but they put the record out anyway without Chip on it. But you know what I'm saying? It was his whole song that that uh that the song was based around. And now Kodak Black got a song with the beat as well right now. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I interviewed him and then in the end I asked him, you know, about how he he sampled Beam I and, you know, he, he did it first. A few songs have done it since him, but he did it first and Kodak Black got one now. And he... You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know how when somebody fuck you up with some, like, um, Nardwar shit? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It was like one of them moments like, damn. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like, wait a minute, man. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And um, so that was cool, you know what I'm saying? Just to, like, sometimes you, you hit people with stuff that take them back to a certain place and time. Right. And, you know, the 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 celebrity side of them fade away and they turn back into that, that that kid that's a fan of of music you know what I'm saying especially music from Miami right. so that was that was a good moment that was a, that was a dope moment and then we interviewed Oya Baby his uh his artist who uh is new it was her first Rolling Loud so we uh we gave her we 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 interviewed her so that was dope okay yeah yeah that was cool. but that was like you know being back in the that was like being in the the real Miami mm-hmm. but from a perspective of you inside of you know celebs crib, so right. it, it, it's a it's a whole another vibe, you know. Nah, that's dope. So that was dope. I think that it's probably even Shout doper out. too with the fact that he didn't have to say that that it was said for him that he was the first to flip the beam eye. Right. You know what I mean? So like he ain't got to right. right. had his own. You know what I'm saying? Like toot his own horn. Right. Like somebody the people see. That's got to feel good. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of yeah, so they was having a little, they were having a little kickback. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was cool. How's Oya? How's her music? I didn't hear her music. She was cool though. She was, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't see her performance because okay. again, I was in the right. pit. But um, she was cool. She came in. I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, she, she new artist energy. Mm-hmm. That you know, I'm excited to be here. Energy, even though she been touring with Flo for the last ten years. Mm-hmm. You know, that nigga got a whole active career, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. <laughs> like, he got a whole, let's go, let's, we gonna be in in Russia and then Japan right. type career. See the world. Yeah. <clears throat> and then could go to, go to Vegas and just do a residency type mm. shit, you know what I mean? So, so, um, you know, that was cool. That's what's up. That was, no, that was, that was all right. Shout out to uh, Taylor May who, you know, made sure a nigga was taken care of in the, in the bar, in the kitchen. 
So that was dope. Oh, that's a person. Yeah, that's a okay, person. That's a okay, person. Okay, okay. I know the, I know the <laughs> golf, the golf uh, company Taylor made, and then you know Taylor, you know, nah. Wiz Khalifa peoples. Okay. Speaking of Miami, mm-hmm. man, I mean, we we would be remiss if we don't at least talk about Miami historian Ali Muhammad shining in the Luke behind the scenes. I know about uh, the, I forget the, the formal name for it, but man, I watched that shit and I told you, but dude, <laughs> at least that first half, you got more screen time than Luke himself. Like they kept throwing back to you. Like, <laughs> is this true? Like you was a character witness for all things Miami. How did the shit feel to be on that screen? Then to be back in Miami, you know what I mean? Around the people. In the mix, uh, what was the what was the love, if any? What was the how did it feel to see yourself in that capacity? Talk to us. Oh, oh, and and well, did you pop something? Nothing, you know, bottle wise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, I did, I did, I did. That night, that night, we talked about two last Tuesday, uh-huh. which when it dropped, we recorded that night. I popped something after the pod. Yeah, okay, yes, I did. Good. And uh, but but yeah. Um, one to see your. I don't usually be in front of the camera, so I don't really see how I talk. I, I mean, I do the pod every week, and so you can hear it, but I don't see it. You know what I mean? Like, so that was cool, and you know, but when they use me all those different times, that just it. It was like, damn, you know, all them years of hanging out and just being on the scene. For you know, apparently no re- it felt like no reason. You just out. Like I'm 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 out every goddamn Thursday to Sunday, you know, as a as a kid. So like I shit, I was going to Superstars Roller Tech when I was ten years old, you know. So to be able to take that information and actually apply it to the history of the city or the history of, of a legend, you know what I'm saying, was is Gratifying, you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, you know, it's almost like this shit. You know, it means something because you are where you are now. But it just felt like, damn, that shit. All that shit meant something. Every little moment meant something. To be in the Pac Jam skating rink, looking at what was going on, seeing Luke hustling and bustling back through the joint with with the Kango on. Like, who was that? You know what I'm saying? Before you knew who it was, like, damn, who was that nigga? You know what I mean? Cause he looked like he was important, mm-hmm. you know, and so to be able to sum all of it up, that's why I had a whole. That's why they used me a lot. I had a whole lot of shit to say, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Because I looked at the shit from more of a how does it relate to the broader world? Not because I've been out in the broader world. I've been, I lived in New York and I worked in the industry, and I understand the impact that that shit had just from that one space. You know what I'm saying? So. I wanted to be able to really paint that picture. You, you know, I'll be doing this shit with you. Well, I, I've done it on the pod. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And on when Snapchat first came out, I had 305 Fridays and shit because every Friday, like when I miss Miami, it's always a Friday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that was like Fridays in Miami was always great because, you know, you go get you some, get you some conk. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doing, somebody cooking, somebody doing, it's always like, I could just go from neighborhood to neighborhood and just pop in on people, you know what I mean? And, you know, I don't have that, like, in New York. You know what I'm saying? Probably won't have that in no other city like that. But 
there, you know, I have family in every neighborhood. So it was kind of like, shit, you could just go from here to there, woo, 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 all the way down 22nd Ave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, but to see it put to use in his story was, was really good because I wouldn't have even done none of this shit if it wasn't for Luke, for real. You know what I'm saying? So when Throw the D came out, that was the first time I really noticed the words executive producer. Now, I've seen it on other records, but it didn't mean nothing. To It was like, oh, that's the guy who be walking around the skating rink with the Kango on. Damn. What does this mean? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, my uncle told me what it meant, and I'm like, damn, okay, okay. And to be an executive producer now, you know what I'm saying, it's like, damn, look how that, all that shit worked out. You know, I'm in sixth, seventh grade looking at those words and trying to figure out what they meant. And now you've grown and you are executive producer on multiple things and you get that, get to pay homage to the, the cat that inspired your shit. You know, I thought the man was a genius when they did Pac Jam Skate Ring because the shit was really called Sunshine Skate Ring. Mm. <laughs> and on the radio, they were like, yeah, Pac Jam Skate Ring, Pac Jam. I'm like, what the fuck is Pac Jam Skate Ring? You hear the address, you're like, man, that's Sunshine Skate Ring. And it's white. Mm. This don't make no sense. But then you go, and all the niggas from the hood is there. So, you know, be able to put that in the context is what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? That's why they was it was able to fill in a lot of blanks. And so when I talked to like some of the producers, they was like, yo, that really helped us fill in a lot of blanks because, you know, a lot of that shit you're not going to really get if you don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Like you could talk to Trick Daddy and Trina and you're going to ask them specific questions. And, and they're going to give you answers to those questions. But... When when it comes to me, I'm gonna you know give you. I, I was I probably talked way too much. You know what I'm saying? I, I told all the stories. I ain't give a fuck. So they had a lot to work with. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Sophia Petrillo, you know what I'm saying? three hundred five. That's what's up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But to have that shit drop on Tuesday and I'm home on Thursday in Miami, yeah. that was that was that was, that was dope. Look, that was. And it was yeah. good ass branding for Thorough. That felt good. That shit was sitting. That's a nice little. Yeah, that <laughs> shit was official. That shit was official. You might want to set up a Shopify, get some shit out there. That shit was sitting official. Oh man, <laughs> whose spot was that? Was that like, like a people. location they put together, or that was your spot? Yeah, that was a location. That was a location in uh, Fort oh, Greene. Okay. Um, that they put together. It was right, right, right around where my daughter oh, went okay. to school at. Yeah, shit. She um, added to it. Yeah, they, they it look, it look like. Yeah, they, you know, that was the New York location. So when I look at it, you can see how they had Kim Osario in that same house, but, f- you know, in the right. front room. They had me, like, in right. the back room, right. you know? So. Yeah, nah, that shit look cool. But, uh. but the best part about it was, you know what I'm saying? You know, the, the video be on, and then it'd be like Luke, mm-hmm. and then, then it'd be like Trick, then it'd be me, and then it'd be Trina. Mm. I was like, boy, I'm right in the middle, I'm in the middle of the ledges, boy. I'm from Miami for real. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm from Miami for real. And it's funny because most people will look at you and then don't think, like, you know what I'm saying, you from Miami. Right, right. Like, you know, 
they might look at me and look like I don't, I don't fit in with the trick or, you know what I'm saying? I don't, it looked like you don't fit into that lifestyle. But I was the whole, I was the whole lifestyle. I was in, I was, I was all them places, man, doing all them things with all them people. You know what I'm saying? Eyewitness news. So. That's big. Congratulations yeah. on that, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. I uh, appreciate that. So, yeah, that was that was a good moment, man. I haven't even. I'm gonna um, probably talk about it this week because mm-hmm. I, you know, it's hard to promote something on another network when you got a show that ain't finished oh, yet. Yeah, and you be like, nigga, and your network looking like what, nigga? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. But I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about it this week. Um, my sister kind of forced my hand on Facebook because she posted right. about it. So, yeah. so now I'm, I just gotta making a. I, I had to get my thoughts together on how I'm gonna um, put it out on um, on uh, on social like that. Because you know I don't want to just drop it out there and don't be saying shit. I don't want to overthink it either. But you know I don't want it to be trivial. Right. Like, yeah, there's some shit that happened. Yeah, hot little go check right, me right, out. Right, right, you know? right, right. You got to hit him with some reflection. Yeah, I'm sure you, you'll have Yeah, it. yeah, I want to formulate my thoughts. You put it together, the people. The people, yeah. you've been priming that. The people who already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So it'll be a good one. Well, some yeah, people. You know, shit. Some of uh, Speaking of that, I mean, you know what's so funny? To that point, you know, and I, I'm jokingly call you the Sophia Petrello of the 305. But, um, <laughs> the re- you know, with, Speaking of that, and it's funny because I was texting one man, um, Chris Lambert, and he had the same sentiment. So I watched rap shit this past weekend when mm-hmm. it came out. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I got to hit up Muhammad to see, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> to have him do the Miami vetting of it all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what did he think about what was they doing, the location, the context, and all of that shit? <laughs> so, uh, you know, people are definitely, and, and Chris was saying the same thing. So, yeah, I want to hear what, what, uh, what Ali thinks about this. <laughs> so, the people, the people hold you to that, uh, to that expectation. Uh, did you, you saw the show, at least you saw one episode. I don't know if you, saw yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw the first episode. I haven't, I haven't seen okay. the second one, but, um, I definitely watched the first episode, uh, caught the vibe. Um, shout out to mm-hmm. Issa Rae, you know what I'm saying? Putting, you know, Building her legacy, um, it's definitely her voice is some funny mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I see the effort that they put in to um, to trying to get it right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what I was telling you is like the the girl who plays like the mom that, that had the kid. You know what I'm saying? I guess mm-hmm. um, the ex stripper. Yeah, chameleon. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know she has the authentic. Miami, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Vernacular. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she got the city girls executive producing, so they probably chimed in right. on, right. you know, on, you know, some texture. Kid Fury. Uh so from, from Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he in it? He's I haven't in seen it him and yet. he writes I on seen it. Him too. Pop up yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so Kid Fury's from Miami. So, you know, they got authentic voices. Um at least from the 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 woman perspective, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Like the baby's father. You know, I was wondering if they were going to integrate any other the gritty right. Miami, authentic Miami ness in mm-hmm. it. 
and gold teeth and all that shit. And I guess that was represented by the baby daddy, but he didn't really have the Miami vernacular. You know what I'm saying? You, it was it was more like an actor playing a nigga from mm-hmm. Miami. Yeah. So, you know, that that was, you know, from a male perspective, I don't think, you know, and again, it's it's Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. Their their um perspective is largely it's a it's a woman's story. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I could I could see them not putting as much detail on onto the um masculine side of it. But I do appreciate how they they are you know, putting Miami in the forefront on on like a mainstream type mm-hmm. of level, and they trying like you know what I'm saying. On one of the texts, they were saying they were going somewhere, and um, in the text it was like you know I'm going out to such and such. You know what I'm saying? And that's a very Miami way of saying something. Out mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If you're going, you're going. You know, some some people don't don't say out to like you know that's that's a that shit is you know you going out you going out to. You know You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying Like some people Like in New York Say I'm going By Out Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying Or something like that Um, But Our shit is Yeah Our shit is out too You know what I mean So So I I caught I caught a few little moments Of of, Okay They actually trying to get it Mm -hmm. right Shit You know what I'm saying They ain't hit you They ain't have a, a Hood talking Character But then She talking perfect On the text You know, right, right, so right, right. that's what's yeah. up. Yeah, so you know, you know, shout out to whoever is uh, informing the writers' right. room. You know, what I'm saying I know Kid Fury, he know what's up. Yeah. You know, he he represents Miami, and um, <clears throat> I like when he <laughs> that little interview he had. Like, oh, you from Florida? He was like, Nah, I'm from Miami. Yeah. <laughs> that's some very Miami shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Clear. But. Miami's in Florida. Nah, Miami, Miami's right. in Miami. <laughs> right, 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 right. Be clear. That's what's up. Miami ain't nothing like the rest of these places in Florida. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Aida Osman, who is one of the co-leads. She's a comedian, I know, that's been on the scene. It's her first real acting room. Mm-hmm. So, and she's doing her thing. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah, what's yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, which, which, which she character is that? She plays the other, she plays Mia. Is that the girl's name? Mia, the one that worked at the hotel. Yeah. Oh, oh, the, the like main the main character. character. One yeah, of my, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What's Aida. her name? Um, Aida Osman. Yeah. Okay. She's a comedian, and uh, you know, yeah, she all getting right. it off. She getting that shit off. And uh, who else? There was something else I wanted to say that I thought that was really cool about the show. Oh, damn, it's it's, it's slipping my mind at the moment. But um, if it comes back, we'll. we'll Double back, but uh, yeah. Overall, I, I fucked with it. I fucked with the shit. I thought it was, I thought it was a, is a good kickoff. First two episodes, I thought them shits was pretty good, and we'll see where it goes. And you know, mm-hmm. Issa Rae, boy, she she pumping shit out, boy, again and again. Then she got the Sweet Life shit coming back, which is some shit that I be fucking with. Her little uh, unscripted series, I can't lie, I fuck with that too. So that's good shit. What's that? It's like her reality TV shows about these young kids out in LA. I think I talked about it before on here. They out mm. there in LA trying to, you know, they at that point in their life where they trying to define who they gonna be. You know, like right after college type shit, and they like a group of friends and like a, you know, a Venn diagram of friendships. Some are closer than others, but they all kind of come together as a, you know, and obviously some of that is curated by mm. the production of the show. 
And obviously some people are closer than others, mm-hmm. but when they all get together, you see the various dynamics and there's some drama between certain people and you know what I mean? Like uh it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good because uh I don't wanna say you don't really see that, but uh you know, it's good to see that window, that window of you know, the onset of whatever your career is gonna be. When you got that ambition, but you haven't really figured out the role or been given the opportunity, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like mm-hmm. that that striving moment, you know. And then there's, you know, there's some drama. It's a reality show, but it's not nasty. It's not super messy. You know what I mean? It's not a lot of bullshit. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's, you know, it's redeemable. You know what I mean? Like they ain't throwing their life away for the for the close up. You know what I'm saying? Like they they peeping that, mm-hmm. yo, this this is a good piece of tape for whatever we trying to do this is gonna help with some propaganda and uh so it's kind of cool to see that mm-hmm. shit so yeah sweet life that shit coming back so she got a nice little summer on smash uh i was gonna say something else speaking of summer blockbusters i went to go see nope this weekend and uh mm-hmm. you know it was alright. It was alright. It wasn't terrible. It was. It was. I only want to hit it with a regular, cause um I've uh <laughs> <clears throat> no nah, I fuck with Jordan Peele. I think that <laughs> a lot of people have been you know you know Get Out was such a phenomenon from the door that it is. It's the shadow that the rest of his films have kind of been casting. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right. you know, Us, I haven't rewatched Us since I seen it the first time. I remember the cinematography was dope, but it mm. wasn't really for me. I like Us. I, okay. I like Us. Even, it was weird, okay. but I liked it. I, I got, I okay. was entertained. I might double back, but I haven't. You know what I mean? I might double back. Uh, right. This one, I feel like I might double back. Like, I'm more inclined to double back. I watched it the first time. And what I feel like, this is one of my little, this take that I got. I feel like, and this is no, this ain't no knock on either one of these people, but like, it's like Jordan Peele is almost like Dilla in the way of, or at least for Mm -hmm. me, like, you know, Dilla is definitely hailed as one of the greatest producers in hip hop, right? He's one of them. He's up there. Like, you know, mm-hmm. speaking, especially if you're talking to producers. Like, he's like a producer's producer. You know how they say mm-hmm. the comedian's comedian. Like, where they, like, the things that they do mm-hmm. with the craft, they might not be discernible to the casual eye, but if you somebody that's about that mm-hmm. shit, you, you, like, flipping out over the way he flipped this sample or he tweaked that or, you know what I mean? Created, you know, there's that Dilla Time book, how he creates his own time signature that changed the game, right? Mm-hmm. And the shits is hard and people gonna go crazy, but he may not have a whole lot. Like, it ain't always a jam. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't some shit that might get you mm-hmm. to the middle of the dance floor. He could do it every so often, but it's a difference between him and Pharrell. Pharrell gonna get you on the charts, on the radio, <laughs> at the cookout, you know what I'm saying? In the car, mm-hmm. all of that type of shit. I think Jordan, he's like, he's a cinephile's director. 
You know what I mean? Like, if you one of these people that love movies, he gonna, he gonna fuck your head up every time. Like, if you one of these people that, like, get into it and you recognize references and your, your you know, your, your fucking pool of movie references is deep as shit and you be like, okay, that right there, he pulled from that. I don't know if you <laughs> peep, but when he did that last shot, that shot recalls this. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's for them. He's for them. Easter mm-hmm. eggs galore. You know, but if you just come in and just, you know, buy some popcorn and you know what I'm saying? Recline in the chair and enjoy, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully get scared a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like have a good one. It might miss you. It might Mm -hmm. miss you. The credits might fall on you and you kind of looking at whomever you there with. You're like, what was that? What what did we see? Did you did you understand? <laughs> Do I got to go to the internet and, and consult with those smarter than me to uh, translate and to decipher <laughs> what went over my head? You know what I'm saying? Um, but a friend of mine also made a point like, uh, and maybe it's just because Jordan is black. He's um, of the, you know what I mean? Get Out is so of the culture. That Like do you Have these same Expectations or breakdowns Of any other horror films When you see any other genres You know what I'm saying Like horror could kind of Get away mm-hmm. with With some wild shit Some silly shit It don't always gotta make sense You know what I mean You're not like You're not really looking at The pathos of Chucky And Child's Play Like why did he approach Like that In that manner What was What was going through his mind What was his motivation mm-hmm. Like all of that shit Ain't projected on that type of shit But with Jordan mm. Just how he came in the game He came in the game With some heavy shit And some mean commentary And uh You know what I mean Like uh You know I think he set his own tone But anyway Overall I appreciate it Daniel Kaluuya Uh I think he did his thing Good performance by him Real stoic Real um You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Like real restraint and then you got Kiki Palmer playing his sister. It was on some old, you know, like obnoxious little sister type shit. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, their energy was like the extremes, you know? Like, uh, you know, he's the one that's like, you know, they work in a ranch. They work at a ranch. In short, if you don't know, they work at a, a ranch that was basically the first uh, horse wrangling ranch in Hollywood. Like, they were the first horse wranglers in the Hollywood business. They were the reason, you know, there's uh, there was this uh, piece of tape where basically the goal was to find out when a horse is galloping, is there any point where a horse, all four legs are off the ground? So they did, they basically created a film just to study the horse's gallop to kind of prove yes, right? And in that moment, that contribution was what kind of kicked it like kicked something off in the game so they got super skin in the game and they're black on right so we kind of kick you know you see it and i'm not gonna spoil nothing so don't worry about it but you know you basically see and i'm gonna I'm be very like uh surface uh you you see that um you see early on how the roles are defined you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, OJ, who's Daniel Kaluuya's character, and Emerald, who's Kiki's character, they're, like I said, two sides of a coin. OJ is very much the horse whisperer. 
You know what I'm saying? Like there's a shot in there where he's like talking to the horse and the way they shoot it and the way he plays it. You like you really feel like, oh, he's in tune. Like he like, yo, what's going on with you? And you could you could feel the horse like, man, ain't shit. You know what I mean? Just standing around. You know what I'm saying? Like you could feel it. They know each other. They got a shorthand. So, but he's good with the horses, but with the people, there's a bit of a disconnect. So there's a moment when he's at a set and he's got to, you know, do the whole safety precaution shit. And he's real reluctant to kind of get to it. He don't really even know how to like project his voice and, you know, captivate this audience. And Emerald's running late because she don't really, you know what I mean? She don't really see, she don't really give a fuck because and you know, and not to spoil anything, but she don't feel as invested. And there were moments when there could have been uh, a better way to show that, you know, she was appreciated and it didn't happen. So, you know, whereas OJ sees that shit as the main gig and the heritage play and, you know what I mean, we got skin in the game and this is what makes us who we are. This is what butters our bread. She see that shit as some on the side shit. And she trying to get her own thing popping. But she'll come through. And when she comes through, she going to turn it up. She going she gonna to know how to sell it. She's the sales portion of it. Boom. This is what it is. Bop, 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 bop. Captivating. But in the midst of that whole pitch, do remember, I also do this, 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 this. I got bean pies for sale. All of that other shit. You know what I'm saying? So anyway... I don't want to get too far into everything, but, you know, there's an opportunity where some uh, unidentified flying situations are in the world. And, uh, you know, the uh, the goal is to document it, to get the shot. You know what I'm saying? On so many levels, it like and you see so many little layers of getting the shot and what that means in Hollywood. In Hollywood in the film sense And Hollywood in the Hollywood sense And you know what I mean And you know And shit Outskirts of Hollywood What that will mean In the monetary sense You know what I'm saying So it goes on to You know the lengths that they They go to To kind of You know To make something happen To document uh, This uh, This very abnormal situation And then there's other like B There's B stories There's a a whole B story about Stephen Yoon is another character who uh, who plays Jupiter, who like he was like a, a child actor who was on like a show with a monkey. And, um, you know, it was like one of them hit shows. It was like kind of like Alf, but like with a real monkey. And, you know, sometimes a real monkey ain't the best person to really work with. So some shit happened there that kind of you know, made that whole thing infamous, you know what I'm saying? And that gets explored and it's, it's, it's ill. And it's also like very much the way it's shot and the way it's paced. It has a lot of, uh, you know, Western qualities, you know what I mean? It's taking place in the West, you know, it's taking place amongst horses on a range. So like, the, the shots are real big and broad and, you know, and beautiful. You know what I'm saying? When you see that shit, you know, it looks good on the screen. You know what I'm saying? And the pacing is kind of westerny a little bit where it kind of ambles a bit. You know what I mean? Like, we could have kind of moved it along then, but that could be me being impatient. You know what I'm saying? But uh, overall, I would say it's worth checking out. 
You know, I'm curious to, if you do check it out, we could double back. Cause I'm curious to see what you would think about it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely on some. Oh, well, shit, nigga. Why you ain't said all of that? All right, well, go ahead. <laughs> what you think? Talk to me, man. <laughs> all right, man. Of course, I, I'm right there. I think the movie kind of could have, like the storyline could have been a little, fa- the pacing could have been better. The story could have had a bigger payoff. But I loved seeing Kiki, in particular, Kiki Palmer shine. I like the performances, you know what I mean? It's just the story didn't really, again, pay off or connect for me. But right. I got to go back and look for, look at it. As it is, and not be like, eh, I paid seventy five dollars to be in this Ooh, motherfucker. Yeah, man, you know what I'm hurt. saying? I spent about twenty five dollars in popcorn and drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred dollars, man, and yeah. I didn't feel yeah. like I was entertained. You know what I'm saying? Not because of the money. Because, right. again, I was expecting, like, nope, mm-mm. Like, I was expecting something to, that that you would be like, nope, mm-mm, too. Right, you know what I'm saying? right, right. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, we finna chase the clouds for what? This what we on do? <laughs> the TMZ nigga uh, was weird. Like, where he come from? What he the who? The TMZ, the TMZ nigga. Ca- yeah, yeah, that was a little random. But uh, uh, I'm going to check it out again, man. Just because, uh, you know, what, it's Jordan Peele, man. They got to, you know, mm-hmm. got to give him his fair opportunity. And I want to be out here talking ignorantly about some right. sophisticated, right. you know what I'm saying, shit. Right. Some highbrow <laughs> shit. Right. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? As yeah, much yeah, as we yeah, say, no, you know, black it. people need different kinds of shit. Right. Everybody, right. the shit, they get the license to make a, a mumblecore mm-hmm. half horror. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. shit, sprawling ass epic, or whatever right. you want to call a meandering it, meandering yeah. ass movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, take that swing. Go ahead, brother. Go you ahead. Know? But uh, yeah, you. I'm looking at the. I'm got. I'm ranking these shits now. I ain't going front. I think. Uh, I think it's number two. I haven't seen us uh, again. I might have to double back and watch the two of those again. But you say you say it's number two. Number two, what? Out of out of the um the three, so it's uh it's get out. Uh-huh. I would go get out. I'd go nope, and then I'd go us for real. And that's just yeah, cause I didn't I ain't watch us in a minute. So maybe I gotta rewatch us. Everybody's like you know the performances was crazy. I thought them shits was a little over the top, a little spastic. But right. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to me. be. It was supposed I to guess, be. I guess, but I was that <laughs> shit kind of had me uh. It was distracting, but maybe I got to watch it again. Like I told you, I only watched it one time. And again, specifically with us, I came in there with big expectations. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that that shit added to it. So maybe not. it might not be as fair. As fair. Right. Especially off the strength to get out. That shit was a smash. Then the fucking trailer was crazy with the I got five on it sounded spooky as shit. Right. I was like, oh shit, he did it again. Right. And uh, I, I was like, all right, it was all right. You know uh, what I mean? It was, all right. a, it was shot a, nice. The cinematography was amazing, though. But go ahead. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it, get out us, just on okay. fucking how they flipped the goddamn five on it into the score. 
alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that's right. like that's a that's 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 ballsy to not just license the song, but to turn the song into part one of the characters of the movie. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And that's a good and point. and to take a hip hop classic and just bust it down into you know an orchestral score. Mm-hmm. Us getting mm-hmm. number two and just off of shit that worked, right? And it worked. You know what I'm saying? I, because yeah. sonically, I think there's a a, a, a grand opportunity to really uh-huh. maximize hip hop sonically in movies like right. that. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I'm gonna give us that just off the rip of that, and just off okay. it was a story that you know I could follow from end to end and have some entertainment mm. along the way. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, nope. I got to revisit and see if I'm um if I'm academically missing something. If I'm in, you know, what I'm saying I'm missing right, some of right, the intelligence right. in this. I like I say, <laughs> you need to go consult with some people smarter than you to right. see if you're missing uh, something. Right. Um, but I'm proud of a nigga to be able to have a license to make a two hour long, you know, what I'm saying discussion movie. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying, and three for three number one box office. Right, it's hard too. And you and, and you know it wasn't a whole lot of action. It was a whole lot of acting. But you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like okay, you know, you just got to follow along. You got to follow right. along with these characters, and you know sometimes you fight to make shit like that. I make mm-hmm. shit like that. Maybe that's why I'm so fucking triggered by it. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like. I like you know like we we get on here we talk right you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and and we just talk along you know it, you know we don't, sometimes don't have no point but shit we here and we having a conversation just like humans do we you know meander yeah so I like the I like the I like a good meandering project every now and again you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> especially when I feel like it's warranted a subject is warranted to have it and sometimes. Right. You know the 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 people would be like, yeah, I need some action, need some dancing, need some. You know what I'm saying? You like, man, it just right. need these people talking, man. If if you know, if if Noriega and his friends could just sit around and talk, why these people can't just sit around and talk about right. the subject that they talking about? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They niggas Noriega well, go for three hours straight. Right, right. Or well, why we need so much like. Drama and bells and whistles. You know, so right. funny to that point. I've been um, as of late, like in the last couple of days, like I well, couple things. One, you know, Sunday you always get your little screen time report, or at least mm-hmm. I do. That's when my my phone's like, "Yo, fam, you ODing." So my mm-hmm. my screen time was up twenty nine percent, which is a lot. Like I look at that mm-hmm. shit like blood pressure. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, I'm doing too much. I'm looking at it. And I, I felt it throughout the week. I'm like, I'm really invested in a lot of this bullshit. This fucking pink sauce debacle and Kim Burrell and whatever other dumb shit was going across the timeline. Mm-hmm. And um, but I also realized, like, how it's so much, like, I'm so reliant on stimulation. Whether it's like, I go from screen to screen to screen, whether it's my phone to my TV to my laptop to... You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at YouTube. I'm looking at Instagram. looking at Twitter. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening mm-hmm. to music. Like, there's no real silence. Like, I mm-hmm. haven't had any silence in a minute. I, it, it caught me. because I was about to use the bathroom, and I went to go grab my phone. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a life preserver or some shit like that. And I caught myself, and I'm like, dog, just, just, you're just going to be there for a little bit. Like, you could untether, you know what I mean? No, mm-hmm. You know, just to reference us. You could take a take it away. And even today, when I was driving, I was like, let me just turn the fucking everything off. Let me drive in silence. Let me just hear the road and the engine, and you know what I mean? And my own thoughts, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you get so caught up in everything else that's going on, you can't even, you know, you can't even, like, see your own thoughts in the fog. You know what right. I'm saying? So many other takes coming along, and you don't know how influence the shit. Like, you know, you want to be able to think and create your own shit. So, you know, I say all that to say, like, you know, a quiet movie. I don't say a quiet, but like a meandering, maybe not as eventful as we may expect or want it to be. Yeah, there should be space for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead, brother. Do your thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody else take that license. So, you know, fuck it. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> oh, I also wanted to say this, though. You was talking about us and scoring. I did like some of the scoring on Nope. Like, especially towards the end. Like, some of that that music shit. I can't remember exactly what scenes. But there was a couple scenes where I was like, yo, this. there was one point where the music, I was like, oh, this shit hard. It was like a score, but it was like... That shit was pulling me in. Like, I was like, oh, this, you know what I mean? I started to do the little finger instrumentation and shit. Like, I was all in on that. And, uh, on which yeah. one? I, on on Nope. There was oh, okay. a moment towards the back end, maybe the third, the you know, like the the uh, last part of it, as shit started to kind of come to a, you know, frenzy or whatever, come to a climax, you know what I'm saying? And the shit... Some type of music shit was going on. I was like, oh shit. And it wasn't nothing like that was sampled. It was just like some some scoring shit. But the, mm-hmm. they, whoever was scoring, they put their foot in that shit. So mm-hmm. shout out to whomever that was. Uh, and last on the scoring tip and back on some hip hop shit. Did you see the uh, trailer for Wakanda Forever? Nope. No, nah, I saw it. I was at Ro- I was no, nah, I was at Rolling Loud when it hit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It was floating okay. around. But okay. I couldn't hear it. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm gonna say that for later, but I didn't ever get back to it. Okay, I gotta rewatch it myself. I seen it maybe once, um, mm-hmm. but they they use uh, they kind of incorporate Kendrick Lamar's "All Right" mm. in kind of you know a cool little way. You know what I'm saying? So that shit was you know it's just kind of. Interesting is to see the legs on that that song. You know what I mean? Just yeah, like man, that's pack full of this. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's one of them ones. Yeah, it's one of them ones. So they use that shit, and uh, that's a whole nother thing. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't really get Marvel movie excited like that. <laughs> Obviously, the last one, you know, I just don't. That's the level of enthusiasm that I always relate to. Obviously, mm-hmm. I like the the last one because it was a cultural moment, and this one, I'm like. Trying to keep my expectations in check because there's a lot of people that are not returning. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, people were picking it apart. Like, it's a lot of little people like, oh, I watched the shit 10 times and I can't wait. And do you see this <laughs> this shit and this? Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right. Yeah, so man, I like that the enthusiasm is there. Man, you know what I mean? We'll see what happens. One of the most exciting moments in black cinema, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That and, I mean, House Party 3. You know right. I mean? Right there. Is that the one with uh with uh immature? <laughs> Nigga, that, that you was, yeah, I'm breaking. Anyway, 
Uh, yeah. shit. I'm, I'm excited for it. You know what I'm saying? I want to see what they do. You know what I mean? It continue to, you know, the black blockbuster legacy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm also yeah. excited about, you know, saying a not so black movie, but, you know, it's, you know, feels theoretically black. Um, uh, Avatar, they, they put out a new trailer. Oh, they put a trailer out finally? Yeah. They got a new trailer mm. out there. How it look? Look good? Look like I want to see it. I know that. <laughs> okay. Old Cameron gonna do some some innovative shit. You know yeah. he one of them. He he the yeah he coming through. Oh man. Right. So so you know that that's another blockbuster I wouldn't mind checking out. I think that's coming mm-hmm. in December or something like that. All right. That's so. the time to get all that money. Yeah. For Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you know it's it's a great time for black content. It's a great time. Um, you know we dropping a new show next next week. Black, uh, black girl uh. stuff. So right. that's that's dropping Beyonce. August second. Oh shit! Black girl stuff. Yeah, black girl stuff. It's a like a talk format. Talk, talk format. You know what I'm saying? From Revolt. Um, you want to introduce the host yet, or that's still to be? Oh no, it was announced, announced today. Later. So you know, it's announced today. So you got um, Akila Friend, who you mm-hmm. know is relatively um, upstart. Um, mm-hmm. Demetria Oblor, Oblior, who is uh, mm-hmm. best known for going the weather woman going viral in the red dress. Mm-hmm. Um, then mm-hmm. you got you got. Bree Renee from the A, who was on 93 the Streets out here in Atlanta. Mm. And then you got Tori Bricks, who is an um, Instagram influencer, DJ, model, um, engaged to Rich the Kid. Mm. So she brings that flavor to the game. Everybody bring their own flavor, which is which is good about it. And the audition mm. process was really, um, really dope because you got to... See all these different personalities, and 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 it really boiled down to the ones that kind of connected in a way that gives you all of these voices, but not in a clash. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like four people that yeah. can actually have a conversation together, but represent these different points. But the conversation is 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 fluid and solid, it's productive, right? Yeah. And then mm. and then you got Kennedy Rue as our correspondent. So who is also on um, Black News as well as our entertainment correspondent. So she's okay. in in the mix with it. Yeah, uh, so that's yeah, exciting. That's President Kennedy. That's the uh, that's another. No, Kennedy. no, 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 no. Not President Kennedy. Gotcha. Uh, her name is Kennedy Rue. Yeah. She's been around for a minute. You know, acting and um, hosting red you know, red carpets and being correspondents and stuff like that for a long time. She was on Central Ave with us. Yeah. Um, Got it. Yeah, young, you know, she she was at Rolling Loud, you know, um, uh, kicked it with her, um, you know, her and her pops. Her pops was with her this weekend, Suli McCullough. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. comedian. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, so it's it's exciting. We, you know, building out a new set and getting everything set up to shoot this week. And then it'll launch August 1st, you said August, it's the August premiere? 2nd, August 2nd is the premiere. August 2nd, okay. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. That's what's up. Black girl stuff. Pay attention. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, right. we're going to see, you know what I mean? The um, announcement went out today. You know, I'll see a little commentary back and forth, you know. 
Okay. We gonna see. It's like a clip or it's just like a like a like a deadline. No, it's just a, it's like a uh deadline, like a PR wire. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. All right. So, so that's exciting okay. stuff, man. This is just some exciting stuff, man. Shaping culture. That's what's up, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. <clears throat> Anything yeah. else you want to talk about? Or oh, man. We don't want to jump ahead tonight. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, we might as well transform and roll out. I'm going to call it for All you right, this well, there time. It go. <laughs> there it is. There it goes. Shit. Well, until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. We out.